Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Hump Day. It's February 28th, 2024. And boy... This is the afternoon rush. I said on the morning rush, I don't know, it might be a quiet news day. And then all of a sudden, the gods of entertainment news uh, flooded me with content. Absolutely wild day. You may have heard we have a Clayton Eckerd update. Looks like... Uh, there might be some extortion accusations going on regarding the wildest story, probably in the history of The Bachelor. I can't believe that The Bachelor subreddit doesn't cover this story. I don't know what it is at The Bachelor subreddit. Maybe they put their foot down and said, we don't want to cover this. It doesn't fit our agenda. I don't know. I mean, you've got a former Bachelor uh, being accused of being the father of unborn twins that no longer exist. There's extortion. There are threats. There was a blowjob or two. I mean, why, what, why not? cover this, right? Either way, I will be covering this in all of your needs. Uh, first, I wanted to get into a rather serious story. I hope everyone in West Texas, uh, all of our power listeners are doing okay. A wildfire has grown into the second largest in Texas history and has briefly shut down a nuclear weapons facility. Here's the update. Fire emergency happening right now in a Texas panhandle. Uh, this new video you see here coming to us from North Texas firefighters who are there on the front lines right now trying to get this fire under control. It has been a scramble to get out of the danger zone here for many of these communities while firefighters battle several wildfires happening right now. I want you to take a look here at this map showing the fires burning right, right so now. So then they showed the fires, which looked to be kind of off of the main uh, Route 40 there. But having driven through Texas just last month, I got to tell you, yeah, I, unless you've ever been near a wildfire, you'd have no clue how fast and dangerous they are. So we're just hoping everyone's okay over there in that. I don't know. I don't know if the winds have to change directions or a rainstorm. I don't know what needs to happen to slow that down. But uh, wishing all of our friends in that area area uh, that they are all safe and out of harm's way. All right. Well, I've got some stories regarding the accusations made on Andy Cohen from Bravo. That's right. He's he's dabbling in the old booger sugar, as they call it, the old the old uh, dance starter, the party starter, the cocaine. Um, the you know <laughs> I don't have any other terms for it. Uh, the, the the accusations are that he's feeding contestants coke before they go on these shows, which are basically shows where people do aggressively drunk things. So no surprises there if that is the case, but I'll have that story for you. Also, I was going to cover this story today, um, but I I, I, I I didn't cover it on YouTube because this Clayton Eckerd story got so big so fast, but I will share it with you right here. It's Lace from The Bachelor. She was on Bachelor and two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. She was engaged to Grant in Bachelor in Paradise season three, and then six years later uh, did Bachelor in Paradise, dated uh, Logan Palmer briefly. Either way, she's pregnant, having babies this month, and sadly talks about her very, um, I should say, I don't want to call it strange relationship, but it looks like her relationship is on the rocks. So let's just hear what she had to say. Everyone say, everyone, you know, send a virtual hug to Lace. If you do want to send her a DM, I always say no DMs unless you want it to be positive, but you can send her a nice DM here and give her a little bit of love. So this is one of the top questions I'm getting for obvious reasons. Um, I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. It's kind of messy, but I guess technically no, we're not. 
um, we're living together, but we. The question was, did you and your man break up? And of course they started dating. I guess they got knocked up early in their relationship. We, you gotta understand we made a baby right as we started dating. So you don't really know a person and that changes a lot. We've tried to make it work. Um, we just don't know where it's gonna go. But right now our focus is being here for Liam, obviously. Um, when I'm ready to talk about it, I will. You guys know I like to be real and keep keep things real, but um, this one's just still kind of messy. And you know, it's it's maybe I should reach out to Lace. You know what I mean? My um, Lace going through a messy breakup or relationship while pregnant—that's just not not ideal. You know, it's a time of your life, which is supposed to be beautiful and it's stressful in a lot of ways. Obviously I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, I don't, maybe you don't know this. My mom actually left my father while she was pregnant with me. Didn't meet him till I was around 20. And I don't think that was the game plan, but that's just what happened. And God knows there could have been a better scenario for my mom or any mom in general. I mean, it's hard enough. Like that's why right now I'm just, and again, I'm not saying I'm good at it by any means, but I'm just trying my best to be a good husband, knowing I have no clue what my wife is going through with the, you know, the, the baby factory. I mean, the crazy, you, the more you learn, the more you realize how insane pregnancy really is. You know what I mean? Well, this hormone relaxes the pelvis. This hormone helps grow the this. It's just like one crazy thing after another. And somehow you're supposed to just be cool with it. It's absolutely wild. And then your body's changing and will it recover? Am I going to get stretch marks? I mean, I can't imagine all of the thoughts and stress that goes into that. And then also just showing up every day and being being a normal human. So my heart goes out to Lace and her relationship. And I just, I know she's a person of faith and she's been nothing but a very kind person on the show. When she left, you might remember she said, you know, I'm just working on me. That was her time to work on me. And maybe what she realized is we're never done working on ourselves. But I really, I really do. You know, so often we look at some of these contestants from these reality shows and it's like, yeah, I'm indifferent. I hope they're fine, whatever. I have a soft spot for Lace. And I hope that she and maybe maybe the pregnancy in the in the delivery and the baby will do this but maybe i hope she's able to focus on love and whether the relationship with her man and her works out or not, I, I really do wish her happiness, nothing but the happiness. So anyway, we might cover that on YouTube tomorrow, but I wanted to get that story your way over there for good old pal Luce. All right. Well, we're going to get into this Clayton story and how he's being sued, or, or I should say threatened, and the keyword is threatened, with a substantial $1.4 million lawsuit. We'll have this story next. And I can't tell this Clayton story without giving a massive shout out to the Patreon. This community of several thousand people that support us with private membership only donations. I have to tell everybody, you guys might know the podcast is mainly funded by ad revenue that comes when new ad sponsors come and you click and you have to listen to it. You know how that works. But the other end of the spectrum, the real backbone of what I do is private memberships. It is the small donations that range from eight uh, $5 to $8, $12, the small donations that people give to get monthly content. I give them a little bit more access. And I have to say, after the story I'm about to tell you right now, the Patreon 
live chat is absolutely wild. As it stands right now, we've had between 150 and 200 200 people in the private chat. They watch me make these podcasts. So if you want the video version of what I'm doing right now, you can go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal and join the community. I have to tell you, I'm giving them, like they knew a couple hours before today's story came out. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm getting word of a big story. It's coming your way. And you know, I'm I'm able to feed them sort of uh, up and coming information. But more importantly, it's a way for you guys to help kind of keep me funded to keep doing what we're doing because the story I'm sharing with you right now does involve massive threats that we'd, we've received. We've received nothing but massive threats of a defamation lawsuit from Jane Doe. All we can continue to do is speak with lawyers and be assured that we're doing the right thing as members of the Society of Professional Journalists. Well, these lawsuits, these uh, threats of lawsuits are, they're weaponized. And what we received today is an email from uh, from sources that shows the absolute magnitude of lengths that Janeth Doeth, the do-do-do bird, the Ford, is willing to go to to try to not have her bullshit exposed. She is set to be deposed on March 1st. That is this Friday. That is but 48 or less hours away. And she has already... Uh, dodged her first deposition and she said, well, I have a, a motion to quash and a motion for this and that. So I'm going to wait for the judge before I do those depositions. Well, the judge said, you are denied. The judge denied the request for her to not, uh, I guess, have to be deposed. So that's set for March 1st. Well, last night, and again, you might not have checked this out on YouTube, but last night, Jane Doe emailed, not her lawyers, but she emailed Clayton Eckerd's lawyer personally, which again, probably uh, gives good reason for her lawyer to fire her now that she went around her lawyer. And in that email, it basically said, well, here's the deal. Forward this to your client. Um, I'm going to sue him if he doesn't agree to this. And the subject says, comprehensive legal notice of intent to sue for breaches of contractual and fiduciary duties. And the amount of damages Jane Doe is seeking is $1.368 million. Round that up to $1.4 million. She's basically saying that Clayton didn't do his job as her uh, real estate agent. Again, you have to remember, Clayton, fresh, weeks into becoming a real estate agent, all of a sudden becomes a sucker. And contractually, he's obligated to, you know, work for her. You know, that's through the state licensing and all that jazz, right? Well, then of course the night of May 20th or somewhere around then, he and her are texting. It gets hot and heavy. He says, why don't you come over? And next thing you know, multiple blowjobs are exchanged. I don't know how else to put it, folks. And um, she then says, well, you know, I think I got something on me and claims that maybe he knocked her up. Uh, he denied it, blah, blah, blah. It goes back and forth, right? We, we know the whole story. Well, now, now it's to the point where she claims for the first time, I believe in January she claimed, well, she found out she miscarried. And everyone says, well, you can't miscarry. It's past 20 weeks. It has to be a stillbirth. And then she says, well, no, actually, in November I found out I miscarried. So then everyone's like, what? 
Yeah, she's like, well, in November, I found out I probably miscarried two months prior. And everyone goes, then why, first of all, why were you suing me, Dave Neal? Why were you suing me for the content I'm making if you're not even pregnant? You know what I mean? And then also, the injunction against harassment that Clayton got against her, now he's basically saying, you should pay for my court fees because... You weren't even pregnant. Like, what, what the hell's going on here? You were, you were lying. This is all wrong. Well, so now, two days before she's set to be deposed, two days, she sends this threat of a lawsuit, and then she says this, stipulated conditions for resolution. You never want to hear about stipulated conditions for resolution. I had a stipulated condition for resolution from Jane Doe when she was suing me for harassment. Now, she tried a handful, maybe even a dozen times to get me to delete my videos. And you know what we said? We're not backing down. Why? Because we have an army of loyal listeners on Bachelor Rush Hour. We have those on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I have a fiduciary duty to my audience to make sure I'm genuine and real. And my authentic beliefs are to not back down, especially when threats are made to silence and, and suppress the truth from coming out. And damn it, if nobody else, now there were some like Reality Steve and now Megan Fox and some others, Law Talk with Mike, but damn it if no one else was willing to do this, to take the old metaphorical keys for the designated driving here, but I decided I'm going to get us home safely. And that's exactly what we've done. Well, now she has a stipulated condition for resolution. This is what she had to say. In lieu of immediate litigation, Immediate litigation should literally be her middle name. In lieu of immediate litigation, I propose an alternative resolution contingent upon your stipulation to dismiss this court case forthwith and to mutually agree to forbear from any future legal actions against each other. Essentially, what she's saying is, I'm sick of playing the game. I want to unplug the system. I know I'm about to lose and I don't want to go any further. That's what she's saying. She says, your response to this legal notice is mandated by no later than February 29th. Why? February 29th, you ask? Well, I don't know, dum-dum. Probably because that's the night before her deposition, and she needs to know if she's going to sue him or not before she decides to get her nails done. Right, folks? I mean, you don't want to go to a deposition and not have your nails done. Let me tell you something. If you've ever been deposed with cruddy nails, what are you even doing there? Get your nails done, girl. Get your eyelashes curled. Brush those bangs straight down the pipe and get ready to party. Get your money... Uh, what's, your, what's that money feature called with the, uh, the hair? What's that hair thing called? The money, the money feature? whatever get it ready to go so this was fascinating but actually not the most fascinating uh, part of the news we broke today upon receiving these threats uh, of a 1.4 million dollar lawsuit we have the actual uh evidence of wood nick law responding to Corey keith by basically saying hey get your client in order, they shouldn't be emailing me. Here's what he had to say to Corey, the lawyer for Jane Doe. Your uh, Corey, number one, your client emailed me directly tonight. I am sure you did not approve or even know about this as it is so woefully inappropriate. Of course, I did not respond. Number two, this will be an exhibit at trial. You can also expect my client may release this to the media as exposing Jane Doe's overt and nonsensical extortion does the world good and nothing contained in her notice is private information. Numero three, I have more witnesses stepping forward regarding your client's pattern of faking pregnancies and using the disturbing narrative to somehow extort relationships. 
Number four, and this is the most interesting. I trust you already saw that three providers your client claimed were providing services have indicated they have no medical records for her in their system. I look forward to seeing you both on Friday, Greg. My guess is that they will not see her on Friday because um, because Corey Keith will file whatever paperwork to fire Jane Doe and say, I'm not going to be your lawyer anymore because you went behind my back and maybe this is the perfect out for him to dismiss her. And then he can join the support group known as Lexi Linville and Corey Keith and all the other uh, Uncle uh, Joe, Uncle Joe Cotchett and all the other people that once but no longer represented her. Folks, trust me when I say my brain is fried. I should sue her for my brain not working right because I've had to, I don't know, even know her name. Now, I guess I'm wondering this. If they weren't able to find the medical records of her, um, does she have another name she goes by? We know she tried to change her name. I mean, what if there's like, and again, I'm just I'm just hypothesizing here. What if there's some sort of catch me if you can moment where she's got another passport, she's got another name. I mean, we know her mom and dad both have stage names, so we know the names, or maybe not the dad. I believe, yeah, they have different last names than the, you know what they what they go by on stage. So it just makes you wonder, like. Are they able to catch everything she's hiding? And that really is what it comes down to. And why is she so adamant on not having the truth be exposed? Now, we know the answer, but boy, are we excited to see what the hell goes down on Friday. I'll tell you this. On Friday, March 1st, I will be very busy. I'll have some videos and content up in the morning. I'll have my podcast up for you guys, but I am doing a big top 100 society and culture podcast where I will be continuing to tell this story. It's my belief that the safest way I continue to tell this story is to make sure that in no circumstance am I threatened by her lawsuits of defamation. And by no circumstance am I, um, I don't know, bending the knee to any attempt she's going to make to have us not do what we are. Are supposed to be doing, which is sharing the news with you. Sure, I've got commentary regarding the news. I'd rather cover the news if someone else breaks it. But in cases like today, when the information falls in your lap, in your inbox, in your tip jar, you share it. And that's what we did. So I will be continuing to cover this on Friday. Expect on the Patreon to have information regarding what's possibly going down in and or around the deposition, uh, which I'm assuming is taking place at Woodnick Law. All right, I've got some more content coming for you. It's a good one. We'll be back after this. Well, we never thought the day would come, but Senator Mitch McConnell has announced he's stepping down as Senate leader in November. Have a listen to this energetic voice of Mitch McConnell. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. I'm not going anywhere. So anyway, he goes on and on. He says he's not going anywhere. And we're all like, why? I mean, gosh, the fact that he's an American... 
Because, you know, it's one thing if you can't understand some Scottish guy's accent. The fact that he's an American and I can't even hear what he's saying, it's, it, it feels, and again, uh, okay, you know, we're all supposed to say, oh, thank you for your service. No, he's a career politician. He should have been out of the game 20 years ago. But either way, and I don't say that because he's a Republican or this or that. I just think once you're at the age of retirement, once you're at your early 60s, you shouldn't be making policy for the next generation. That's how I feel. All right, Andy Cohen snorts cocaine with coterie of favorite housewives, bombshell Leah McSweeney lawsuit claims. That's right, there's a bombshoe lawsuit that claims Andy Cohen is out there old dabbling in the booger sugar. A bombshell lawsuit paints a damning picture of the behind-the-scenes culture at reality TV giant Bravo as a dysfunctional club that thrives off of hard drugs, encourages alcohol abuse, and turns a blind eye to sexually predatory behavior. I mean, look, have you watched Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen? It is literally if cocaine met an Us Weekly magazine. It's ridiculous. So I don't know uh, what else to say about this bombshell lawsuit going on. She's been open about her struggles with substance abuse and mental health issues and is suing Bravo and Andy Cohen in a production company that makes the Real Housewives of New York. I have to say on the surface, um, Andy Cohen looks like fun, but he also gets to have fun based off of the demise of others. He's, and again, I don't, I don't want to relate him to some of these heavy hitters that have uh, committed actual atrocious, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, violations like, like Harvey Weinstein. I'm not trying to relate him to that, but I am saying um, his job and he makes his money from contestants doing wild things and creating scenarios to get them to do wild things. I mean, at some point, that that sort of um, energy is going to create a lot of enemies. And, it, it, you know, we'll let the court decide if it's just someone who's not happy with, um, you know, the way they were treated versus, versus some of these claims, which are, which are that he was obviously inebriated and that he, uh, Cohen sexually harassed her by telling her that he wanted to sleep with another Bravo star while thinking of Glanville and invited her to watch over FaceTime. That's Brandy Glanville. So there's multiple people from the bat, from the Bravo world that are not happy with Andy Cohen. Has he flown too close to the sun? Well, we'll have to see. Kathy Griffin claimed Andy Cohen offered her cocaine before Watch What Happened Live's years prior prior to Leah McSweeney's bombshell suit. She said... Years prior, uh, right before we went live, Andy Cohen privately asked me in an office in Embassy Row, which is the production company that does that shit show, if I wanted to do blow, Kathy said in a 2017 tw Twitter video. You guys know I'm no prude, but I'm like kind of a straight edge. I thought he was kidding the first time. She's now 63, and that's what she claims. Yeah, she's like, oh, I thought we were just having fun. You know, hey, I like a good cold brew coffee. Some people like the old Colombian uh, roast. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever it is. By the, okay, so I got this story. I don't even know how to tackle it. You guys have asked me to cover this. Are you familiar with the um, uh, the Who the F Did I Marry series on TikTok? Are you familiar with this? It's an eight-hour... Now, now, TikTok is supposed to be short-form content, right? Eight hours worth of content on this one lady's uh, TikTok feed. Over, and this is of this is a, now taking the whole mainstream. Glamour uh, has this article. Over the long weekend, it seems everyone was binging. Who the f did I marry? A twisted tale of drama, suspense, heartbreak, betrayal, and ultimately vindication. The program doesn't appear on Netflix or Hulu, though. Who the f did I marry? Is a TikTok original, a prestige drama broken down into a whopping fifty parts in a series of videos on the platform. It's a story of one woman, Risa Tisa, and her tale of her triumphant battle over her slimy 
pathological ex who catfished her into his web of lies. In this edition of Glamour's Too Long Didn't Read, we're breaking down the viral sensation you know since not everyone can spend eight hours watching TikTok videos. Absolutely wild stuff. So when you look at her page, she now has several million viewers. It takes you all the way back to Valentine's Day when she posted part one. So for the last two weeks, she's been sharing this amazing content. These are like uh, 10 minute long clips. I'm just going to play the first few seconds of it. Here is part one of who the fuck did I marry? Um, so I met my ex-husband around March 4th of 2020. We met on Facebook dating site and we also matched on hinge that's a problem you don't want to meet on a facebook dating site all right guys i can't even begin to break this down like i said it's 50 parts the initial video has 37.5 million views just about every video of hers has 5 10 15 million views she's all the way up to part something like 50 she's got parts on top of parts absolutely chaotic, wild stuff. You can go check that out on TikTok. Uh, and again, so much going on. I mean, what do we even, where do we even go from there? I've got to wrap it up. I'm out of time. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more content. Trust me when I say there will be fallout. I don't know what it is. Will we get Clayton Eckert? I mean, what, what, what's going to happen? Will Jane Doe's lawyer fire her after this crazy extortion that's going on? We'll have to see how it all plays out, but you know where to get the coverage. As always, it's going to be over here. I'm Dave Neal, and this is The rush if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and if you didn't don't join the free facebook group dave neal's community got cash become a premium member at patreon.com slash dave neal link in the description below and don't forget to follow dave on instagram at d neals for upcoming stand-up shows see you tomorrow on The Rush.